0: Preston Dargan had taught romance literature at the University of Chicago since 1911. He was a neat and tidy man, somewhat short and small-framed. His ash-blonde hair, brushed carefully toward the left, was graying slightly at the temples, but his mustache, cut in a military style, still retained its original auburn tinge. Dargan was 44 years old. He had found a comfortable niche at the university. His teaching duties were not unduly onerous, and he had ample time for research. He had written his first book, A Study of Montesquieu, as a graduate student at Johns Hopkins University, and after receiving his doctorate in 1907, Dargan had taught successively at the University of Virginia and the University of California before landing at Chicago. He had established himself as a productive scholar, publishing a series of reviews and articles on 19th century French writers, and in 1922, Dargan had been the co-author of a magisterial survey of French literature, a history of French literature from the earliest times to the Great War, with the chair of the department, William Nitz. Dargan was looking forward to the end of the school year. His course that quarter on 19th century French literature had been successful. He was a popular lecturer, but teaching always consumed too much of his time, and he was keen to get back to his research. Dargan had already published several works on Honoré de Balzac and he was planning a series of monographs to be co-written with his graduate students on the novelist. On Wednesday, 21 May, Dargan's morning lecture was on the Parnassians, that group of late 19th century French poets that included René Sully Prudhomme and Paul Verlain, It was a literary movement, Dargan explained to the students sitting before him, that shared many characteristics with contemporary French culture and society. It had arisen in reaction to Romanticism and emphasized exactitude, precision, and emotional detachment. The Parnassians had, the professor continued, initially grouped themselves around their journal, Parnasse Contemporain, a literary magazine published in Paris from 1866 to 1876. José María de Heredia, whose reputation rested on his poem of 1893, Les Trophées, exemplified those qualities that distinguished the Parnassians. Les trophies had attempted to reproduce the sensory effects of painting, music, and sculpture in poetic terms. The students seemed absorbed in his talk. Most were taking notes on the lecture. Perhaps, Dargan reflected, it was the thought of the final exams that had concentrated their minds but one student, seated to his left, toward the corner of the lecture theater, on a bench, several rows above him, seemed to pay no attention to his words. Dargan recognized Nathan Leopold, a sallow, dark-haired boy with a pale, unhealthy complexion. Leopold had taken a course with him the previous year. Dargan remembered him as an exceptional student, diligent and hardworking, one of the best students he had taught in his 13 years at the university. But Leopold now seemed distracted. Dargan noticed the boy fidgeting absent-mindedly with his pencil, doodling on a notebook in front of him. From time to time, Nathan would look around the room, glancing, somewhat furtively, Dargan thought, at the other students. At other times, Nathan would stare directly ahead for several minutes, with an intense, fixed look, utterly absorbed in his own thoughts. What was the matter with the boy? Why was he so preoccupied?